We interrupt this program to give you a bulletin just received from one of our naval units at sea. A large object traveling at supersonic speed is headed over the North Atlantic. Once a normal, voluptuously beautiful woman, she drove into a nightmare of horror and saw descending from the sky. Just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. I feel retrogasmic. 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 Hello, 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 and welcome to the Retrogasmic Podcast. I am your host, Didi Deluxe, and in today's show, we look at that freaky phenomena of the late 60s psychedelia You're Gonna Miss Me by the uh, the wonderful 13th Floor Elevators. Now, that was recorded in 1966, so it's kind of right at the front end of, of the psychedelic kind of revolution. 
most of the time people will say, oh, you know, 68, 69 was when it all happened. Now, the other thing with psychedelia, which is quite interesting, is that all sorts of things were called psychedelic. Jimi Hendrix, um, some kinds of bubblegum pop, some kinds of uh, kind of jazz that had uh, Indian and Raga influences. So kind of everything got thrown in and quite a lot of stuff got called psychedelic, which really wasn't. So the sound originated in the kind of the, the mid to late 60s and it was pretty much the British and the American musicians that kicked it off. And it was meant to reflect the three core effects of taking LSD, which is supposedly depersonalization, dechronicization and dynamization, which is, I guess, losing the sense of self, losing sense of time and losing a sense of of movement and where you are i guess they used electronic uh non-western instruments you see lots of or you hear lots of sitars etc and um lots of the structures are very kind of jammy and uh kind of um extended but then on the flip side you had the, the pop bands that were already doing 60s pop that decided to throw a few indian instruments in and they were basically still making pop music but they kind of got lumped in with the psychedelic uh, genre and um as i said there was there was quite a lot of stuff that really shouldn't have been called psychedelic that just had a uh, a slightly kind of trippy vibe to what they were doing and and, and got rolled on, on on in with the whole thing we're going to kick in next with, uh, this is a great track. This is by Strawberry Alarm Clock, and this is called Incense and Peppermints from 1967. Good sense. Mankind, dead kings, many things I can define. Occasions, spots, writings, brother, your mind. In the sense of compliments, the color of time. Who cares for the games we choose? Little to win, but nothing to lose. In the sense of compliments, meaningless bounds. Turn on, tune in, turn your eyes around. Look at your sound. you can do beat makes and politics nothing is new a yardstick for lunatics one point of view who cares what games we choose little to win but nothing to Nothing to lose 
wonderfully titled Incense and Peppermints by the Strawberry Alarm Clock. Now, this, uh, this next band is also going to be our trivia question for the day. Uh, this band is called the Amboy Dukes because there was already a band in the UK called that. Why? <laughs> Why? It's such an obscure name. How can there be two bands? Anyway, they ended up recording uh, as the American Amboy Dukes, of course. And this was pretty much their only hit. They had one very famous member who was the mainstay of the band. In fact, uh, these guys formed in the mid-60s, but by the mid-70s, basically, it became this guy and the rest of the band became his backing band. Who was that person?
Yam Boy Jukes there with Journey to the Centre of the Mind. Now, the main man of that band was none other than Theodore Anthony Nugent, known to us all as Ted Nugent. Uh, had a huge career as a guitarist and singer. Um, he's also, um, yes, how do we put this politely? Um, not everybody's friend. He is a fervent gun owner and hunter and gun ownership activist. He is about as right-wing as you can possibly get within uh, mainstream American politics. And over the years, he has been accused of some pretty horrendous things. Um, yeah, just just Google him. Um, I'm not going to say anything more, but He's not coming to my birthday party. But anyway, that was who it was, Ted Nugent. And his band ended up being his band rather than the band he was in. Going to play you something a little bit different now. This is a... uh... A fairly rare track. It's the title track off of a compilation album put out in 2010, posthumously after the death of the great Jimi Hendrix. This is often thrown into the the late 60s psychedelic thing. And again, if you listen to the track, it's kind of, you know, it's no more trippy or or kind of psychedelic than anything else Hendrix ever did. but it's it's always quoted you know so uh w- worth a listen because this this isn't something you you you'd hear often uh, this is called valleys of neptune and uh, as far as i know it was recorded i think june 1969 <laughs>
I've been really looking forward to playing this. Um, a friend of mine over in Germany hooked me up with this song. I can't find out anything about the band, literally. I suspect they were one-hit wonders and kind of dipped their toes into music and now they're all probably own snail farms or they're jugglers or something, I don't know. This band have got one of the greatest names ever. They are called The Substantial Evidence. How great is that? That's fantastic. What's your band called? The Substantial Evidence, man. That's fantastic. I love it. So this song is called Death Angel, which is a bit heavy for a psychedelic song, but just listen to this. This has got everything going on. This has got the bubblegum pop thing. This has got the, the kind of the psychedelic big reverbs. And I just love this. This is fantastic. This was recorded on the Groovy Grape label towards the end of 1967. Castaways, originally from Minneapolis. Uh, they pretty much only had the one hit, Liar Liar, um, in 1960. 
1955, I think it was, and it was later used on movies like Good Morning Vietnam and Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, and Debbie Harry has covered it, and yeah, it's it's kind of one of those, uh, you know, archetypal songs of that era. Now, I'm not going to play that, because I'm sure most of you have heard it before, and uh, to be honest, it's a bit... You know, I don't think it's that psychedelic at all. I know I keep saying this, but so much of the so-called psychedelic genre isn't. Um, Instead, I'm going to play you another song. This is, uh, I I love this. This is called Just On High, uh, recorded towards the end of 1968. And and this has got uh, what to me uh, typifies the kind of the psychedelic pop music of that era. with all genres there are subgenres and who doesn't love a nice subgenre so the psychedelic scene had a subgenre referred to as heavy psych or hard psych um, these were bands that were influenced by people like the Jimi Hendrix experience and cream and they kind of produced psychedelic music that had a, a harder more driven kind of heavy rock edge Bands like uh, High Tide, Blue Cheer, Vanilla Fudge, T2, Captain Beyond, and this rather wonderful band called Sir Lord Baltimore. Have a listen to this. Sir 
that was the utterly fantastic Sir Lord Baltimore. Uh, the band was formed in 1968 by uh, lead vocalist and drummer John Garner. Now that is pretty rare. There aren't many rock bands where the drummer is the singer. They were a trio. They kind of had that Grand Funk Railroad kind of vibe to them. And they were on the tail end of the psychedelic thing. And the review of their debut record, which was 1970-71, Kingdom Come, contained the very first documented use of the term heavy metal. So you could argue that they were the missing link between late 60s psychedelia and uh, the early heavy metal bands. Great band, very talented musicians. Uh, You can tell they recorded most of their stuff live. A real driving kind of live feel. Fantastic stuff. John Garner unfortunately died in uh, 2015 of liver failure, which kind of ended the, the band's career. Now, before I forget... That song by Sir Lord Baltimore was called Helium Head. Now, I highly recommend that you jump onto uh, Spotify or YouTube or whatever and check out the rest of their stuff. They were a fantastic band. And uh, you can really hear the roots of what became heavy metal in, in what they were doing. So we're going to finish off the show with another song that falls under the uh, heavy psych hard psych subgenre. This is a band called Blue Cheer with their cover of Summertime Blues.
Well, thanks for listening as always. Uh, greetings to everybody in the 36 countries around the world that is now listening to us. That is so cool. Uh, if you'd like to sponsor the show, flick us a message. We'd love to have you on board. It helps offset some of the costs of, uh, of doing this. And uh, if you enjoy it, leave us a nice review on iTunes or uh, you know, share it on Facebook or any of that kind of stuff. Um, we've got some great stuff coming up in future shows. Um, fingers crossed we may be talking to Psychobilly Legends Demented Argo if we can hook up a time when they're awake and we are awake. So uh, that's going to be fantastic. Anyway, thanks a lot and we'll see you next time. Retro.